I speak to you this Easter day in the name of God who created us, our Lord Jesus Christ who redeemed us, and in the name of the Holy Spirit who sanctifies us. Amen. Amen. Please be seated. With my colleagues, Father Bates, Rector of St. Francis, and Father Wismer, Associate Rector, we join together in wishing you a joyous and blessed Easter. Your presence at St. Francis this day makes it so much more joyful and meaningful to us, so we thank you for spending part of your Easter day with us here at St. Francis. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. The resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. What can I say? What can be said to somehow make this day more understandable? To somehow make it resonate within your heart and in your mind and in your soul so that it becomes the life-changing day that it should be. There are several ways that, that one could approach Easter Day and the meaning of the resurrection. I, I could begin by staying, saying that the story of the resurrection, the story of the resurrection simply means that the teachings of Jesus, you know that he was a great teacher, that his teachings are immortal. They live on, like the plays of Shakespeare or the music of Beethoven. Or I could say that the resurrection of Jesus Christ means that, that his spirit is undying, that he lives on among us the way that Socrates does, for instance. Attempting to describe the resurrection, I, I could go also into the fact that the, the language spoken in the Gospels about the resurrection is, is somewhat of a poetic expression. And because, if you will, it's, it's poetry, it, it doesn't need to be taken literally. And so we have, on the one hand, the teachings of Jesus, the spirit of Jesus living on among us, are the poetic expression of the resurrection, of the event that we come this day to celebrate. In one way or another, those three ways are, are ways that people like me, over the years, have tried to describe the resurrection. And we mean well. We speak of it in this way because we really don't know what else to say. And each of them contain something of the truth, but not the total truth, not the total depth and meaning of the resurrection. I'm going to be rather bold this day. Clergy, at least Episcopal clergy, don't often stand in a pulpit and say, or speak, if you will, very personally, but, but I'm going to tell you on this Easter morning, I guess share with you would be a better way of saying it. I want to share with you what I believe, what I believe actually happened that morning on the third day after he died. And, and I, I don't mean 
by that some great theological statement about the, what the resurrection means to the doctrine of man or something like that. No, no. I'm going to speak in very simple, straightforward terms. I want to speak of the unmentionable thing itself. Simply, what do I think happened that morning, that first Easter? What do I think I would have seen and heard had I been there that first Easter? Think about it yourself. As I walked into that area where the tomb was, I think I probably would have seen right off a, a guard having fallen asleep by the tomb stirring in his sleep, murmuring something unintelligible. I would have noticed all these olive trees and, and the leaves on them gray-green, and they're unmoving because there is no breeze whatsoever. And then out of nowhere, a breeze begins to come, and underneath each olive leaf is the color of silver. And then perhaps I would have heard a voice, a voice way off shouting far away, like, like the voice a child hears calling him home at the end of a long summer day. I think that's what I would have seen. I think that's what I heard had I been there, something at least like that. And my guess is, simply a guess, is that even the people who were there, even the ones that were just read about in the gospel, those who were actually there, when it's all said and done, could have told you really no more than what I've just said. But I can't stop there. I can tell you this. And of course, this is the essence of this day, that what I believe happened and what in faith and with great joy I proclaim to you on this day is that somehow, somehow he got up. Jesus got up with life in him again. And he said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, whoever you are, whatever age you happen to be, whatever your life's circumstances, whatever, wherever you are in your life's journey, don't be afraid. I am with you always. That's, I think, what we need to hear more than anything else this particular Easter morning. Don't be afraid. Because in many ways, anxiety and fear are what we know best in these times in which we are living. There are wars. And there are rumors of war. And in these last few days, as you have watched or read the news taking place out of Brussels. Words flow over us like lava pouring out of a volcano, bombs and 
killings, the wounded, threat levels, elevated alerts, terrorists, and on and on it goes. And if you are anything like I am, there are those moments that you walk out of a place like this or go to get in your car, going to the mall or whatever, and there is just for a moment a feeling of fear. And from civilization itself to, to what seemed like the most unalterable values of the past, Everything is threatened. Everything is in ruins. We hear so much tragic news that when the news is good, we can't hear it. We don't hear it. So if you hear nothing else today but this, please hear this. Hear this statement of good news. Think about it. Many of you were here on Good Friday, that period of time from 12 to 3 when our Lord hung on the cross. The darkest moment of human history. Well, we worship a God who took humanity at its darkest moment and only three days later, today, turned it into the greatest day of all human history. And above all else and beyond all else, the proclamation of Easter Day is that all is well. And as a Christian, I say that to you, that all is well, that all is in God's hands, not, not with the easy optimism of one who in their own life has not known a time when all was not well, but as one who has faced the cross in all its obscenity as well as in all its glory. In the end, when all else is said and done, God's will, God's will, not ours, is done. And love is the victor. Death is not the end. The end is life. And because of this day, the day of resurrection that we have come to celebrate together, because of this day, human existence has greater depths of beauty, joy, and benediction than the wildest visionary has ever dared to dream. Hallelujah. Christ our Lord is risen. Amen.